Hey there, I'm Thanos. Ambor is intended for listeners that have finished reading Worm and are passively familiar with Worm's many fanworks. Fanworks talked about during the show may be spoiled during discussion. Oh, and just as a content warning, this episode discusses gender dysphoria and mentions PTSD. And if you're going to listen anyway, ignoring this warning, you will be balanced. You've been warned. To another episode of Echamisha's Bad Opinions and Reviews, your premier podcast on the internet that talks about obscure Canadian web serial fan fiction. I'm Misha. <laughs> I am Etch Jetty. And today Etch. we are joined by the, the one, one who was. Wait, was I yeah, supposed yeah. to introduce myself? <laughs> Should we record that? No, you're good. Yeah, yeah. We're live. That's... We're live. It doesn't oh, matter. Live. We can't edit. There's no such thing. <laughs> Welcome the one who ru- yeah, the one who was. How are you today? <laughs> the run who we're was. Off, we're off to a great Ruh-ruh. start. Rut row. It's okay. I almost when I was testing audio, I almost did the man who was. I'm like, shit. Wait, no. Yeah, uh, gender fluidity is <laughs> that fun. rebrand. Yeah. yeah. So the one who was currently they them. Nice. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the group. You are awesome. Uh, that's cheating, but. One of the first comments that I've ever gotten on Space Battles was when I posted uh, my self-insert story. I prefer chocolate, which isn't great. Uh, but you commented on it like, oh, this is a, a literally cool idea, and I like the execution. Keep going. And I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> uh, Somebody cares! Well, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I want to encourage that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I've seen too many. I, I don't want this to be a hug box. I think valid criticism is valid. But uh, I see too many people trying to discourage new authors just because they don't like the content. But, like, if it's spelling, if it's spag errors, sure, like, be honest. But if you're just going to be dicks about it, why bother posting? I, I want to encourage new authors to, like, do cool shit because that's how I get my content. It's because it's they're dicks. <laughs> yes, that's valid. But why, though? I mean, I I don't really understand. Uh, all right, so now that let's let's talk yeah. about the first thing on this show, which is what have you guys been reading? I know we we're discussing this before we actually started recording, so <laughs> let's make it official. What have you guys been reading today? So I've been or reading uh, Jetty's Wild Bow's Worm and three forty seven fourteen twenty eight world record tool assisted run because Aww. it's fucking hilarious i mean it's everything i wanted uh when i started watching uh tool especially tool assisted speed runs i love watching Taz's. they're so good there was a breakdown of the of everything mario related like the multi-universe and the and like the multiples of four and the pus and it's just so technical so obscure yeah so that's funny do, do you be the half a presses that's <laughs> the classic classic DVD. classic video have you seen uh, the Panic Poets? Yes, I have watched. I've watched the entire thing. It is a journey. <laughs> I I've, love it. I've watched it multiple times in its entirety. Like, 
I, I, I always feel so bad when I think about it because the people memes, make fun of them. Make the fun memes of, that make... came out of it were so funny that they kept going everywhere. <laughs> what like, is uh, a half a press? You either have an a press or you don't have an a press. TJ Henry Yoshi. There's a fantastic um, spoof series. I'll see if I can find it on this call uh, where they did. Um, it was. Mario versus uh, Fox got to go fast. Oh, yes. That's a um, terminal montage. Yes. Uh, it was, that was his... so funny. And that's what led me into that down that rabbit hole because it's like, <sighs> what is this parallel universe? And then after, after <laughs> watching that video, I'm like, <laughs> everything here makes perfect sense. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's like a JoJo's Bizarre ad- Adventure adaptation of Pan and Koic's beautiful masterpiece. <laughs> he still makes videos, um, but he, I know. he was, was kind recent. of bullied out of making them with commentary because Seriously? people were like, "Yeah, Aww, that God, sucks. the internet sucks." Uh, sucks. But but he still makes videos like every every couple weeks. They're insane every single time. Uh, <laughs> like there was this one episode where he 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 tried to beat a level without using the joystick at all. It's insane, like. The amount of skill and effort and time that goes into these tasses. Um, I, I watched this task from this guy named Malio, uh, where he, he spent months and months and months on it. Uh, and it came out a couple of weeks ago, actually. The, the, the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, Tool Assisted Speedrun. Um, and his style of commentary was what I try to channel when I'm writing this fic. Nice. Uh, it's just so Damn, that's a great way to bring it. us right back. Wow. I was yeah, I was gonna I was gonna be like all right welcome to Mport where we sometimes talk about worm no, fanfic. this is all <laughs> you just you brought see, it right back. That's I my trick. That's my joke. trick. My trick is to write things about weird topics so I can talk about them in the worm fanfiction channel on Cauldron without being yelled at for being off topic. This is this it's is why we could I love we it. could talk about speedrunning, you know. Yeah. yeah. So other things I'm reading. Um, uh, auspicious beginnings where I'm just I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop that's uh, the SI from another player's like the everyone else's perspectives who's just even more overpowered than my normally OP uh, SIs uh, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop there's something's gotta go wrong um, I'm also reading I think that's sorry, a little too much hope about, for all this right uh, <laughs> I'm also reading uh, Headpats um, from Raven's Dagger as well mm-hmm. as the uh, the Star Wars story they're doing as well I can't remember mm. if they've updated that one uh, uh, the, that's overkill. Yes, yeah, that's overkill. It. Yeah, so I, I, I glanced at the first chapter, but I don't think I, I haven't read either of them. It's light. It's fluffy. It's it's I mean, yeah. It's, fluffy. it's it's not fluffy, it's, but it's 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 it's. Uh, you guys read the Dresden Files? It's like this isn't a, this isn't serious literature, but it's engaging and it's it goes pulp. quickly, and I like that. It. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's term. It's pulp, pure pulp. Actually, I've never read Dresden Files. People keep oh telling God, me I should read so Dresden good. Files. I, I love it. I love the continuity of it. There's 30 books, and they all actually Jeez. show progress between one book to the other. It's amazing. I, I mean, I read, I read the, I read like the first couple chapters of that fic where Eidolon gets dropped into Dresden Files. It's not bad. It's a thing? I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. It. The Eidolon one. Yeah, I read oh, I a yeah, I've, of it. I've I read a couple it... of of Dresden fics, but I've never actually read any of the books. Oh, uh, the, the, the High Priest my... is what it's called yeah. by Ironheart. Nice, nice call out. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. I wish it would continue. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Because, it, it, you know, we never see, like, Eidolon-centric at all, I want to say. And it was a good chance for him. It was a good, it was a, it was a slow burn redemption arc for someone who had realized his flaws and now was given a chance to actually fix them in a new world where without all the baggage, yeah. it was neat. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a cool take on it. 
I have been reading uh, A Good Name by Potato Nose, which has nothing to do with Potato Nose's other fic, A Bad Name. A Bad Name? name? I know. Uh, I'm so upset. I want want A Bad Name to update. It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah, but A Good Name is really good. (laughs) I'm going to say this. It's a very good uh, uh, Quinn Kelly. Yeah, it's a very classic fic, which we don't get a lot of nowadays. We're just, it's one of those minor point of divergence retelling of canons. And I don't know, call me nostalgic, but I, I, I miss those, you know? Mm-hmm. This this is like a, a Taylor point of view, first person, like, right at the start the of, canon. of canon. Yeah. But oh, it, oh, this is the one where she stumbles on, like, a drunk Quinn Callie and, uh, yes. and Glenn, Glenn Chambers. Chambers. I've yes. been meaning to take a look at that because I fucking love that. I Because I, I love Glenn Chambers as a character. Like, sure. How he could is. You not? Exactly, like he is literally the definition of extra. When I first read about him, I just <laughs> had so this guy. this image in my head of basically um, Drew Carey, Drew yeah. Carey in a in a Hawaii. Antonia Banderas as that, Quinn Kelly. I don't know who that is. Antonia Banderas? Are you serious? I've heard the name, but I suck at acting. Oh my god! How old are you, people? No. Sorry, I'm, he's t- like, <laughs> I'm eighteen. I'm, uh, I'm twenty-two. Oh my god. Oh, he okay. was in The Mask of Zorro? Yeah. Oh. With Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, my God. He was Zorro. Yeah. He was, I did he not was know in that. a million things. He was in... Um, Interview the Vampire. Uh, Desperado. I imagine just Joaquin Phoenix with a scar. He's in Spy Kids. Oh, my kind God. Of. Spy yeah. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the Steve end Buscemi. of his career, go for the earlier parts of uh, Antonio. <laughs> look, a young look, Antonio Banderas. I, I still can't get over the fact that the, one of the greatest lines ever spoken in film history is, do you think God stays <laughs> in heaven because he too is in fear of what he's created? Is from Steve in Buscemi in Spy Kids 2. <laughs> yeah, it's... Okay, okay. No, no, no. I need to defend Spy Kids. Okay, let's go on this quick tangent. I need to defend Spy Kids real quick. Welcome to M-Boy. All right, go on. Okay, Spy Kids. He runs Antonio Banderas and uh, Spy Kids 2. Robert Rodriguez is a master. He's the guy who, who directed Spy Kids. He's a master at producing what is essentially really fun schlock. And, yeah. like, he is he's, – he's so good at painting – at, like, making sure the scene is set completely seriously. The lines are all, like – they sound so serious. But if you remove yourself from the movie, it sounds hilarious. And I think it's, like – it's an art what he does. I mean, he did friggin' Desperado and, like, Machete. I mean, yeah, he did Machete. There's only a cer- so many ways you can slice the words. Did somebody ring the dankster? Oh, my God. He directed Alita Battle Angel? Oh, I didn't know Whoa. that. I did not know that either. I didn't Sim even see City, that movie. That was him? Huh. Okay, I never think mind. Sim City for a whole one second. I'm very <laughs> shocked and bewildered. Never mind. Oh, yeah, that, that's Robert Rodriguez actually scene. has like a great repertoire. Apparently, I just he know does. it for Spy Kids and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Ah, <laughs> oh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. But anyway, there we got on this because uh, look at uh, look at young Antonio Banderas and see him as uh, at, with a little bit of a scar as Quinn Kelly. Just that that charisma. That Quinn just has to have in his role, the way he's written. I love the guy. Mm. Oh, I can see. I can see that. Send a link in the chat. Uh, let, let me let me let me screenshot this for you. All right, this is awkward. For, uh, <laughs> no, no one's gonna listen see this to us. They click listen to and it. clap. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Oh wow. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Google young yeah. Antonio Banderas. He looks. Um, he reminds yeah. me for some reason. He's reminding me a little bit of John Claude Van Damme. I'm not gonna lie. Like his face. 
I mean, in that scene, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not putting yeah. this on the visualizer. Like, if you expect me to put that level of editing. The fuck that word. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome to Mbort. We sometimes talk about worm fan fiction. I sadly have not been reading much this week because uh, my job is painful and I am ready for Preach. 17 trillion vacations. I'm so sorry. So what I have been doing, though, is... Um, for the last couple hours, actually, been going over our guests' works. Aww. Smooth yes. segue right here. This is the smoothest nice. I could go. All right, so the one who was... The one who was. ...is known for... I want to I say, actually, I want to know your opinion on this. Um, I want to say your most well-known work has to be completely unoriginal, right? I'd say so, although... Um... The one making fun of um, every fanfic ever. I gotta, I gotta see the name actually just escapes me, even though I wrote it. Give me a second. Yeah, uh, oh. completely unoriginal is is probably my most famous work, and I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was uh, Fanon for the Fanon Gods. Is also I think yeah. people don't realize that's me, uh, but they will quote it. It's like but, a... uh, for the Fanon Gods. I think I saw that earlier. It's it's funny how like some of the best crack is written by some of the. Genuine best authors. Thinker Six wrote uh, Arc One, One Gestation One, One of Every Worm fanfic. Yeah, and I actually oh, quoted yeah. that uh, as in like as an inspiration because I admit it's actually a very you know it's it's very clearly inspired by it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's um, that's probably things that people will quote for me out of context. But yeah, my most famous work is completely unoriginal with its even less original uh, uh, Rule Sixty Three copy uh, Hot Swap. And then the I'd say spinoff is a better word. And then even and a, and a spinoff of the spinoff, which is Last Call, which is just a relationship dumpster fire uh, with uh, Top Hat, which was one of my favorite works I've ever and, done. And I do want to get to that later. But for now, I want to talk real quick about uh, completely unoriginal. So um, I haven't read the whole thing. I, I want to apologize for that. I tried to make it a point to read as much as I can of the guest work before they come on the show. But I just haven't at the time. But I have been skimming it. And what I do want to ask about is um, this is a self-insert, choose-your-own-adventure fic. And um, yes. could you just explain to us real quick those two terms? Because there might be some listeners who don't know what that is. Certainly. So a self-insert is, as described, it's when the author puts themselves more than figuratively in their own work. Uh, it may not be a direct translation. Uh, Chris is not exactly me. Um, his tattoos are cooler than mine, for one. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's the idea that uh, it takes someone from outside Worm uh, and actually inserts them into the story, um, most, you know, as the author. And uh, Choose Your Own Adventure, CYOA, uh, were a series, I think they're on Six Gimmel right now or something. Uh, it's a series of uh, image posts, um, usually hosted on Imager, that uh, contain rules for setting up a fic. And there's almost never a good fic based off of CYOA because it's, 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 you just, you just took my line from, you just took my line from me. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that's, that was the whole idea because it's, it's great inspiration. And if it gets you mm-hmm. right, then it's done its job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, one of the whole ideas behind completely unoriginal was getting a CYOA that people liked. One of the original taglines was uh, bad ex- like a, a bad premise, good execution, until someone roasted me on that for having bad execution, and I just quietly buried it. Damn. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's another thing about self-inserts is that you get a lot of people reflecting on character traits 
that are your character traits, and you can learn some things about yourself from reading the surprisingly thoughtful and in-depth and insightful comments on your on your stories. Yeah, I, I want to say that's uh, <laughs> a I've little that little sarcastic, but okay. No, that was legitimate. Oh, really? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's my bad. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I understand that point entirely. I have written a shameless self-insert as well, pretty heavily inspired by completely unoriginal, uh, which is why I was so honored to have your comment on it. Uh, Proud of you. And I, I've definitely like found that writing about someone who's supposed to represent you in that way uh, you kind of expose yourself to the same kind of analysis that any character mm-hmm. receives. Mm-hmm. And, like, once you take a look at yourself in, in the literary sense, mm-hmm. uh, it's very... It, I'm going to say interesting, because weird is not the word I want to use. Um, but, like, you, you... It's disconcerting. Yeah. And yet, somehow... Uh, yeah, there's a, a word here. Alleviating. I don't know. There's a a word for... Maybe it's just thought-provoking. Yeah. Because the point of when you write well, you explore a character completely. Mm -hmm. But when you write yourself as that character, you end up exploring who you are. There was a Uh, a post. Feel free to to, edit out this tangent. But uh, someone had mentioned uh, when people were trying to optimize facts, which is hilarious to me, um, about getting Miss Militia's power. And someone had commented that, no, I mean, Chris is allergic to responsibility. If he had the ability to shit nukes, uh, he would have to bear that responsibility. Same reason he doesn't get panacea uh, until much later in the story. Minor spoilers. Um, And that that was the actual post where I was like, huh, I am allergic to responsibility. (laughs) I mean... Honestly, mood. And it shaped the end of the story. It, it, it became a story not just about faffing about a worm, but about a character who uh, grows to identify and care about a world so much that he has to take responsibility for it. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. I mean, I personally would never write a self-insert because I have a couple reasons. One being that I think I'm a very boring human being. So writing about me would not be fun. And also because I think part of it is what you guys were talking about earlier is, you know, maybe I'm just not okay with opening myself up like that. That's valid. Yeah. 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 You, you really put yourself out there in, in, a, in a, a very uh, vulnerable way. Uh, you are in, inviting people to comment on a character that is you. And everything they say bad about your character, they're saying bad about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's... I mean, uh, in my opinion, a good self-insert reflects the author very directly, uh, whereas a bad self-insert, like I read this one worm one where like it was like tagged as edgy. And like the self insert was a red like, flag. yeah, right. Are you just are you just uh, roasting stepping on worm right now, or like no, it was not <laughs> stepping on worm. It wasn't even stepping on worm. Low hanging fruit. Bit, like it was like some other one. It was like it was like it was like uncompromising. It was called something like that. Oh, and like we got like, a badass like, over here. Yeah, the SI was clearly not meant to represent what the author actually thinks it was of. Too idealized, you know. Yeah, mm. it was like this hyper rational. Like, uh, I felt uh, like I felt wank, like wank. you're not you're not doing it. Right, that that word that word that word. It's a red flag. It's me. another red flag. Yeah, I mean, I like, I've read some really good rational fix, but most yeah. people, it's like I can appreciate Rick and Morty and hate <laughs> Rick and Morty fans <laughs> because they think they're smarter than they are. 
What? Climbing up onto the McDonald's oh. counter and screaming isn't good enough for you? That's not the kind of fandom you want to be associated no, with? No, it isn't. It's like, I can, so the same deal with rational fix. I've read some great ones and I've read some absolutely abysmal copycats. And I think it really is the difference between how smart you think you are and how smart you actually are. And that's why I like playing uh, fact as an idiot, uh, because it created a much more interesting story. Yeah, I think also part of it is willing willing to admit if you are self inserting into a into a story that people I've I've talked with people like uh, Elfangor and um, Aspiring Shoulder on Cauldron about this because once the character is inserted into the story, that's no longer you, mm-hmm. and you need to. I, I think part of it is like some some people aren't or they want to see themselves as a more idealized person, but mm-hmm. writing about writing about idealized people is difficult. It you need to have a certain mindset and a certain way to write about it. It's like writing about Superman. Yeah. Like, it's not it, about yeah. his powers. And it's, that's actually, yeah. that was another premise. It's, and as my stories continued going, I focused less on the powers and more about the actual parts that matter, which is problems that powers can't solve. Yeah. Just because yeah. you have every single case power you come, in, you come in contact with, well, that doesn't help you when, like, Okay, so there, there's a video. There's a video essay out there where it talks about how to write Superman, and there's three ways to write Superman, and one of them is to have a problem that he can't solve with their mm-hmm. with his powers. And um, it's weird. The video essay actually related Superman to Ipman. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those movies, but they're a uh, they're a series of Chinese martial arts films uh, starring Donnie Yen. Uh, fun factoid: I was I once learned Wing Chun for an entire year from Donnie Yen's mom. That's my one celebrity claim to fame. <laughs> I was once unhelpful to Natalie Portman. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, I had a, I had a. Okay, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to finish my point anymore. I need to hear this one. How are you? How are you unhelpful to Natalie Portman? I was working security uh, for a, a show downtown. Um, in uh, fuck, I can't remember which show it was. Um, but yeah, I was I was hoping to work security at it because I'm kind of a big person. I could work bouncers. I never got bouncers. I got bathroom i got parking Oof. lot i got Oof. uh in this case garage and a large black suv uh pulled up and asked if i could park if she could park there i'm like she looks awfully familiar and i said i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> and that turned so out to be natalie portman nodded and there was a phone call and then she parked elsewhere and came right past me with uh, someone i imagine was an agent or a manager and first off she's tiny but second off she is just as beautiful as you imagine her to be and i was like Yep, that was Natalie Portman. I was Damn. unhelpful to Natalie Portman. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna, I have a similar story uh, down to beautiful and shorter. Uh, mm-hmm. I met Daniel Radcliffe outside oh, of his so show. Uh, was it the, we had it waited outside the stage door uh, for the show. I think it was Lifespan of a Fact. Was this during when he whole... was a raging alcoholic? No, this is like oh, okay. last year. <laughs> okay. Um, he was, it was like a show about like uh, fake news and stuff and like how, whether or not to fact check and Oh, cool. Uh, how far it goes. And it was really good. Uh, and I was like, I was like, I love your show. It was really great. He's like, yeah, man. It was totally. I love it. It's it's great. And he took a selfie. Oh, awesome. you have a selfie with Daniel Radcliffe. Well, no, my sister is a selfie with Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, I'm in the corner of it. I, I mean, uh, that, that's, I, that counts. That's that's still as good. Yeah. Who's the decide. guy who did, um, who, who's the one who always looks like, uh, who is Frodo? Uh, that's also Daniel Radcliffe. Elijah Wood. No, Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe. I know they're often confused. <laughs> not Harry Potter. Not Harry Potter. The other uh, one. The other no. one. 
the other one. Yeah, I know a friend. I have a friend who has uh, matching tattoos with him. Not in the sense they both got the same one separately, but that they actually got it together for a festival. In oh a, wow! A film festival. So they actually have matching tattoos. Damn. And uh, yes, he is in fact tiny. <laughs> He's he is very small. I. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the whole back to, thing. <laughs> back to the whole allegory I was making about writing Superman is that if you want to write someone who cannot be challenged physically, then you have to challenge them thematically, mm-hmm. spiritually, or emotionally. Like mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. because the the core the core of writing is it's gonna sound really fucking pretentious from a guy who was who flunked out of college. Uh, the core of writing is making sure that there is conflict and that conflict can be resolved in some way. Like that That's what keeps a story sure. interesting, is making sure that there is something challenging your protagonist and mm-hmm. the protagonist tries to solve it. So mm-hmm. if you just write about, you know, I have all the powers and I beat the shit out of everybody, then there's not a story I, I there. Always give, I always give those a shot, seeing if they'll do something good with it. Uh, a Prison of Glass did fantastic with it. With a well, completely sociopathic, overpowered yeah, protagonist, that's... but it was told from outside points of view, which made it interesting. Yeah, that that did oh, it well. Oh yeah, Prisoner Class. That, uh, I, didn't I, I remember that. It, remember but that. it was the the whole the whole thing is that the conflict arose not from these quote unquote protagonists, uh, but like from, from the shit they else. did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, from, and they had a fantastic uh, arms master interlude. Which which was straight out of left field because it, it, it had it had more depth to Armsmaster than I've seen in a fic in years. It was fantastically done. Yeah, damn, that, uh, that's high. That's like that's high praise in my opinion. Yeah, I was gonna make a dig about Incredibles too, but yeah, no, oh. <laughs> I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Incredibles too? It's it's, it's it's not amazing. <laughs> it's not amazing. It's on the yeah. list. But they didn't handle Jack Jack's power well. I feel like they could have done a lot with Baby Eidolon, uh. and they didn't. Uh, and that also goes for Worm, but uh, <laughs> the first Incredibles is probably my one of my favorite. It is probably my favorite film of all time. I love. It's an excellent film. Yeah, I Spider Verse into the Spider Verse is mine. But also an excellent film. Also mine really good, yeah. is Fifth Element, I've which seen is it. I've seen parts of it. <laughs> oh my god, you're so young. I Sorry. am so young. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm young and I have bad uh, taste in my media consumption. <laughs> I read fan fiction. Damn. Hey, that, hey, hey, hey. Let's just, let's just roast <laughs> hey, the, the entirety of our, our uh, listeners. I'm going to add everyone here. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's post. like, it's it's not just the people on this podcast. Everyone listening to this <laughs> Everyone podcast. listening You're to the podcast. Everyone nerds. who knows people. Yeah, you are all wow. nerds. I was an ever. I've just been canceled. That's the sound <laughs> of me being canceled. Just ding. Yeah. All right. I suggest you look at it. It's a beautiful film. Uh, it's one of those pretentious French uh, directors who is either very oh, hit or very miss. Oh, Luc Besson. That's his name. I'm pretty exactly. Sure. Yeah. It's it's either very hit or very miss. And uh, the Fifth Element was very hit. He did a Valerian City by Thousand uh, Very bad. pretty. Very bad. Very. That's what. I, that is exactly what I heard. Very pretty. Very bad. <laughs> yeah. And where the Fifth Element is very pretty and very good. Mm. Anyway, back to Wormfic. So, yes. um, so, okay, I'm looking at my notes. I have notes, yeah. guys. So, uh, because we started off talking about completely original, I think yes. we have to switch gears and talk about its sister fic, I want to say, quite literally, yes. almost. Let's talk about Hot yeah. Swap. All right. So, this, and I mentioned this a bit in, in my other interview um, with Free Buddha. This was started to be written right around the time of the Kavanaugh. Uh, hearings mm-hmm. when it was a very 
and it's not gotten much better. When it was a very dark period to be a woman, and I, through various things in my personal life, I put myself in a position of just how fucking traumatic would that be? Especially seeing how many of my of my uh, friends were basically having their trauma just constantly brought back up um, over and over again. It just uh, I had to write about it. And if there's one good thing about fan fiction um, besides the community, it's getting to explore things in your own life um, through fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot. Yeah. I... You, Hot Swap was written almost entirely before you posted it. That's what it I want to get to. Thank you. <laughs> I just found my note for that. that, that it's is... almost as if we're co-hosts for a reason, <laughs> Misha, sorry. I mean, um, both yeah. are my names. Uh, but yeah, Hot Swap was written entirely, almost entirely before you posted it. Was it was written is... entirely posted, uh, and I almost didn't post it at all. That's, uh, it was like because... 80,000 words, I think? Yeah. Yes, it was, uh, they keep getting shorter. It was 130k for um, a CU, 80k for um, Hot Swap, and then like 40k for Last Call. Um, I'm, I'm learning to, to yeah. be a bit more uh, brief. But yeah, the... Um, oh, I thought Last man, Call was gone. even shorter than that. It was. Maybe it was 30. No, uh, Last Call is 18,000 according to Space Battles. My God. Yeah, it was very short. I remember because I read it, like, completely all the way through uh, as you guys were posting it. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that one, yeah. Uh, I started writing Seat of My Pants um, for uh, Aberration, uh, my first ever fanfic, which was... <laughs> that was God something knows. I want to bring that up. That was from uh, 2015, which is... Pretty, is. yeah, pretty old, and that was Cementio is one of the ancient legends of this, of this fandom. <laughs> I'm surprised people have actually read it. I think Freeboot is the only actual fan of the <laughs> S9, of the story after the S9 got in there. Yeah, no, I read it. It was very um, unique. I'm going to say has one of the most uh, interesting and memorable Slaughterhouse Nine interpretations I've ever seen, with like the amalgam idea. That's uh, a very kind way of putting it. Uh, I have not read Aberration, so could you elaborate on that for me, Edge? Yeah, so... Well, I mean, spoilers yeah, for a I mean, four-year-old yeah. story. Well, uh, Thanos, our good friend, uh, introduced <laughs> the episode by saying uh, that we will spoil things, so I, I'm not too worried about that. But um, Aberration uh, has... Well, I think Kansu is... Is Kansu first or after? Kansu, uh, you mean in terms of when the... Uh, where in the aberration, there's this fight oh, with Kansu. Uh, I don't think that's actually relevant. I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but there it, it was this really cool moment where the aberration character gets frozen in time. Uh, after that, I think, and dies. Oh, oh, huh? Shit. Okay. <laughs> she gets uh, better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I got better. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, the Slaughterhouse Nine attack, and I don't remember if this is a, a new character who is whose power this is is being used, but this character is like the power to merge with other. It was a, like, a human. It was a, a Manton reversed Chevalier, or Chevalier. Oh shit! Yeah, Chevalier. wow. Cheva- it yeah, was the idea that they could combine people and instead combine different attributes of each one instead of objects. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, they use that to create Slaughterhouse, a single person that contains all of the everyone. nine. Uh, and like a bunch of other people, I think too. Just some some uh, panacea and Jack get a bit creative in recruiting and possibly even making 
their own capes. So they Panacea have some... or bone cell? Thank you. Sorry. Uh, some uh, ward leaking out. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't. I haven't even it's read ward. Word. <laughs> I haven't even read ward. But I know that is that is getting dangerously close to some territory we can't talk about. There's absolutely yeah. no spoilers except saying panacea is terrifying. Uh, no. So it's in fact. <laughs> is that a spoiler? No, it's not. I mean, she was terrifying and warm. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, thank you. Nailed it right there. Yep. What'd you say? Uh, I, I sent Dang, the emoji. Uh, from... There's an emoji oh. on Cauldron called "For Fuck's Sake," which is just a picture of Panacea with a little red cross through it. <laughs> uh, that is the best emoji. Yes, that is so perfect. Oh sake. God, for fuck's sake, it's, it fits her so well. But no, so it's uh, Bone Saw and uh, Jack Slash go around uh, recruiting slash uh, creating some of their own capes uh, to fill out Slaughterhouse. Damn, that's, uh, that's horrifying. It was yes. horrifying. That was the idea. It was, it was, uh, it, I, I had a lot of mood swings, um, mood whiplash mm-hmm. in Aberration, where things would go from very cute, very sweet. There's a date um, that the main character's on that immediately goes into the Simric fight. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of uh, mood whiplash. Wow. Yeah. Some oh, body I- horror. I still remember like coming out liking it. Uh, I'm glad. It was my first work, so I'm proud I finished it. Which the last two chapters came out like a, a full year after uh, everything else, because uh, by by God, I was going to finish that damn story before <laughs> I started anything else. But I did. Literally, uh, me. I'm going to finish yeah. something that, for fuck's sake. Do you remember that yes. one uh, Taylor fic where she is like the phoenix and like oh, the Firebird attacks Firebird? Yeah, Firebird. It, it's like she wipes out the entirety of Brockton Bay and then brings them to life, and then it's like, that's it. That's it. That's where it ends. It's, it's not even. It's it's not a complete end. It's on hiatus still. Yeah, I no, think. it's on hiatus, but it's been like seven years or something. Yeah. <laughs> Some ridiculous amount of time. It's not coming back. I know. Yeah, it's not. Fi- coming. I mean, Firebird was fun for when I for uh, when I was reading it. I I think it's it does something I really enjoy, which is it gives me a brute Taylor. Because I, I just have this vision in my head that if Taylor ever got, like, an Alexandria package, she would be, like, what Space Battles thinks Victoria would be. Just, mm. I, I feel like that's, like, that would be her personality. Like, she wouldn't... Fan in Victoria, or... Like, like collateral damage Barbie. Like, ah, I feel like yes. that's what a brute Taylor would look like. She would... I would hate... imagine her more, like, actual Alexandria, whereas, like, cold, calculating, I'm a fuck you up kind of... Uh, uh, Alexandria package like maybe when she like like uh spends a more bit more time caping but I feel like like fresh out of a trigger yeah. fresh at the beginning I've, of gestation I've read, I feel like I've read a Taylor total of, of of one fix with that interpretation um that was the uh it was this really weird crossover um but like she she gets a brute power and she goes after long in her first night and fucking dies like I mean she doesn't die uh almost uh but like she gets burn, burn up it was not burn up. It was. I know, but it does, that's a brute. That technically is a brute tailor, and that it's is astoundingly well done. Burn up. Is I also wrote a snippet with a, a, a behemoth tailor, mostly just because I wanted to round out all of these Simurg and Leviathan tailors that have been coming out. Oh. Where, where the my, um, where the fuck are my Katsu tailors? Come on, people! <laughs> I've seen like one. I've seen one. I've seen one actually. I think that's because she, Kansu is horrifying <laughs> as a yeah, power set. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fridge horror, and it's also way too much power for a newly triggered cape to have. Yeah, in a way that isn't going to explode very quickly. Oh, that's one of the lessons I learned running Operation: don't escalate 
past your means of writing. And there's, you know, there's, there's uh, some value in, in pushing your boundaries. Uh, but I'm, especially for my first fic, I went straight from street level to way past my ability to even conceive how the story would go and yeah. it shows. Mm-hmm. I think that applies to writing characters as well. Like, like, don't write a character who's like thinks smarter than you are. Yeah. Like, um, speak, speaking of what you just brought up, saying that like, don't try to write something that's way above your means. I did notice there is something on your Space Battles posting history called uh, Division. Anything you can do, I can do better. Uh, and that's been completely wiped. Uh, yes, it was. I just want to ask about that. Is like. What was the decision behind completely wiping it? Were you just so unsatisfied with it that, you know, you just decided to just delete everything? Because I think right now, all that's there is um, Fax getting Echidna's power set. Yes. Okay. So, I... Mm. A lot of my humor is incidental. It's uh, It comes up um, when characters interact. It, it's It's... A little bit of uh, clever dialogue mixed in with um, situational. Mm-hmm. Trying to be funny worked very poorly for me. Uh, oh, so vision was meant and it more being like raced. Okay, it's more like yeah, being uh, comedic for for you, like a, a, an attempt at comedic writing for you. It, it was a bit more on the crack scale. Okay, and uh, it didn't work. And I, I was going to just leave it to languish in obscurity, but uh, Free Buddha never stops uh, teasing me about it oh. and actually threatened to link it, <laughs> at which point I immediately scoured it from the internet. You just, just wiped it. It's gone. Yeah. It's, it's probably gone. an archive.org somewhere, but I don't even think time. I, I say that. I don't that. think it's been out there that long. Yeah, I don't think the Wayback Machine. Because with the Wayback Machine, you need to have someone that's willing to archive literally every fucking web page they ever come across. And I don't know. Space battles forums. I don't know. I, I, th- I thought that was how it works. Like, don't you need to think it also does it? automatic oh. stuff too. Like it, it goes on. But yeah, to uh, the, yeah, division died and should stay buried. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, a failed experiment that never, sh- never should have seen the light of day. R.I.P. And... Big man. Goodbye. We miss you. <laughs> Rip Betty Harvey. On but not forgotten. (laughs) It was a good reason for me to start pre-writing stories. Uh, Less seat of the pants, more uh, editing and pacing and themes and trying to do better. Um, I mean, I I think it's phenomenal that you wrote like 80,000 words and then you didn't, then you just posted all in one go. I didn't actually. I posted uh, one or two chapters a day. Oh yeah, yeah. You post like one or two chapters a day, but you you had the whole thing pre-written. That's like... That's yeah, the thing that was, that's crazy. Yeah. That was an achievement. Yeah, I uh, I was one of the few who had the honor to beta. I didn't do a whole lot. Uh, I just wrote silly shit post omakes omakes. I don't know how to say words. You helped. Uh, you helped with the the. the yeah. No, I, I helped the with conclusion. the the conclusion. Um, like, well, that was a loud popping of my nail. Uh, <laughs> knuckle. I helped with the conclusion, and I. Uh, what is is this ASMR now? <laughs> Everyone. Oh, sorry, I have to pop my nails too. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, should we add a body horror tag to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to edit that part out. No, we're leaving. No, no, there's no edit. Um, <laughs> we, we've edited exactly one thing from our episodes, and uh, I'm not gonna bring. I'm not gonna bring it up again. <laughs> Smart. Yep. 
Uh, wait, wait, so where are we? Uh, hot swap. Uh, right. Writing a story yeah. in one go. It was uh, it was challenging, um, but I think uh, the quality was much better. And having an idea, I actually, and the reason the first few chapters were a little, eh, uh, was because I wrote them out of order. Oh, okay. Um, mm. I wrote, uh, I was in a slump after, every time I write a big story, I'm in a kind of slump um, where it's hard for me to pick up the next one because I've just spent the, the last however many months writing one story mm-hmm. and I finally yeah. finish it and I'm like, what the hell am I going to follow it up with? I, and so, let's go on. I've had like that experience, uh, not just with like, uh, writing stories but like the burnout i have i've uh, experienced this thing we call it post play depression so like after i'm ah, at, in like a musical post, or whatever post show depression Ooh, i know yeah that. i know that like, way too well like you're just like okay so i've spent like six hours every single week dedicating myself to this show what do i do now oh no like, it's 6 p.m yeah. on a wednesday I, I need to be at rehearsal wait a second we fucking struck the set on sunday i don't have rehearsal yeah. anymore yes yeah and so for me, it was very hard to pick something up again. Uh, and uh, what I did to get past my writer's block, one was write yet another self-insert because that's the only thing my brain can really focus on for more than a thousand words. Mm-hmm. And two was write it out of order because I had scenes in my head and I would always stop myself from writing them because I didn't know what happened next. And so instead, I just skipped around to the parts that I had in my head. That you wanted and, to write. Yeah, and that, that helped me fill in the gaps later because I started that ball rolling. Mm. Pose to pose style. Instead of straight mm-hmm. ahead, mm-hmm. that's a little term for you animation uh, geeks out there. <laughs> I watched a whole video about the twelve principles of animation last night. You could basically call me a graduate of animation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so YouTube is amazing. Let me just say, oh that. god, just YouTube is amazing for learning things. It's, it's, it's great. I learned how to. It's... I learned like basically how to cook a yeah. lot of things because of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot I... of uh, arts and crafts based off YouTube stuff. Okay. I learned how to put a podcast on Spotify. Nice. Hell yeah. Which is where you're going to be, or where you are currently. Hi, Spotify. Hi, TuneIn. Oh. Hi, Stitcher. Hi, uh, God, what are we Google, all? Google Music. Google Play Music. Uh, yeah. We're not on... Yeah, Sound, Pandora, SoundCloud. Uh, iHeartRadio, Sound. eventually. <laughs> That's the most of important course, one. YouTube. That's so weird for me to think about. <laughs> I, heard, I know, right? iHeartRadio? I didn't even know they had, like, a podcast section. I learned this... more about me being on the internet. That's just weird to me. Well, you're, on, yeah, you're on the internet right um, now. We're, we're technically communicating it's... via the internet. Well, yeah, well, but, like, recorded, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's a different, it's a different medium, you know? that yeah. we've, we've gotten more than a few people who, who are, like, very comfortable with putting, like, their works out there on the internet and, like, publishing, like, fic. Mm-hmm. But uh, like when we approached them to be on this show, they were like, "No, thank you." I mean, um, there's a reason. If this was an actual video, I would have said, "Hell no!" But you know, my voice. Is oh, okay yeah, with no, it. for sure, me too. Uh, I, I, there's a 30 minute YouTube video of me pretending to be a dumbass lawyer on YouTube. <laughs> it doesn't I matter. Have one to of me. my college RTF uh, film major friends uh, who included me as extras, and I'm, I'm in there. Nice. I'm still on YouTube. I have a lot of privated videos from from a long time, including a Minecraft Let's Play from seven years ago. And because we can't go to a single episode without talking about him, I sent it to Tiny Gladiator. <laughs> an hour later, <laughs> an hour later, I he comes back. And he says, "I've written something." And oh, I say, no. What? Oh, and no. Says, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 
tiny. He says, I can't even just take a look. And I'm like, okay. I opened the link and it is like this multi-page long essay, like explaining like the <laughs> origins of Minecraft and like myself. And it's like so... Oh, it's so perfect. It's so it's tiny just, gladiator. It's so tiny gladiator. I cannot I wait until he is on this show. I want... We're, we're hyping this right now. TG, I cannot wait till you're on this show. I think it's episode six planned, right? Maybe. Yeah, because it's uh, Free Buddha yeah. and then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I have... So we're we're a quarter of the way through my post history. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I actually have a couple things to bring up. Uh, yeah. I want to keep on bringing up, actually. Um, last Call, that's what I want to bring up next. Uh, mm-hmm. This yes. was a collaborative work with Top Hat. Yes. And mm-hmm. it is on two yeah. OCs, essentially. Uh, one from Top Hat's fic, uh, uh, Black Cats, Broken Mirrors, and other fantastic things, I think it's called. Thanks for remembering. Uh, other wonderful other things. Wonderful things. Other wonderful things. And then uh, for you, it was Hot Swap, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's it's really short. It's 16,000, 18,000 words. And it's all, it's basically almost all relationship drama. Uh, yes. A little angsty. <laughs> I just want to, I do want to say that. So it was a little angsty Hearing for me. condensed. Well, the, the best part, uh, I love the reviews. Uh, the fir- I posted on the first chapter is Kidious, who I love them so much. <laughs> I hate uh, this. Kidious. <laughs> By which I mean, I love it. I'm stupidly invested in these disaster people and their disaster relationship. And the other is, uh, from Mr. Wizard, I don't know how to handle this. Is it porn or fluff or angst? I just confused boner intensifies. Yes. Uh, What I wanted to ask you about actually wasn't entirely about the contents of the fic, even though it is fantastic and I think we should give it a read. Um, I want to ask about the process of writing collaboratively because mm. I am also doing that and it's... Okay, oh, quick what? shout out to the people who write Tino. I am so fucking Tino sorry. Is... Oh my god, it's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> I am much. so fucking sorry. It's completely held up right now because no one knows where they're going in the arc two chapters and like me especially <laughs> and that was supposed to be the next chapter i'm very sorry guys i'm trying to work on it as much as i can i'm gonna i'm shame <laughs> i'm working on it along with i need some space and then next month is nando and i'm probably gonna die so anyways <laughs> back to you um she died yeah. like she wanted yeah that you know is different because it's like it's a multi it's like five or how many people are involved 12 in I think, right? 12 let people. Let me check, let me check. I need to check. Not including, like, the wait list, which I'm on. Shout-outs to that. Um, <clears throat> uh, but, like, writing a, a collaborative fic, even between two people, can be really difficult. Yeah, it, it's uh, like 12 people. Yeah, I can't imagine what 12. Uh, so the way it worked, and, and thank you for bringing this up, uh, I actually find that doing collaborative pieces helps a lot when I'm stuck, when I can't write mm. things. Uh, because it's a lot easier bouncing ideas and characters off of each other rather than just in your but own head. Bouncing off of yourself, because, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, and and it, especially after the uh, post-show funk uh, from having written last, uh, from having written Hot Swap, mm-hmm. uh, where I did it entirely by myself, although I had a good half dozen uh, betas read through it and provide commentary Woo-hoo. and suggestions. Thank you. Um, although but, it didn't uh, mean that I got to write a Fortnite Omega. <laughs> which I yes, timed to post did. with. Wait, was, was it the Fortnite one or was it the My Immortal one? It was both. Oh, no. Actually. <laughs> the worst thing I'd ever read. I, I remember the, the My Immortal one. I'd That's why. I, I actually really think the My Immortal one is something to it. Thanks, you know? thanks for reading. Thanks uh, for reading. Uh, 
I just remember the in character, uh, just like despair that you could read off of off of. Uh, 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 also, I just, just like, like, oh god, uh, oh what god, the fuck is no. this? <laughs> oh god, no. I wrote uh, Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway twice. <laughs> it's a the fact that you know that you. is fucking amazing. The fact you just pull that name. <laughs> Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway. She's not related oh, to Gerard Way, although she would love to be. Preps, get the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> get the fuck God, out. God, this hurts. This hurts. I, I remember, uh, okay, I remember reading My Immortal with like four or five of my high school buddies during winter break on a fucking Skype call in my room at like three <laughs> in the morning. That that was the closest I'd ever gotten to being completely inebriated without being yeah. inebriated. Yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip. You know, I think that's the best way to read it. <laughs> you yes. know? At three in the morning yeah, with a bunch of people. An altered state of mind. An altered state of mind one way or the other. Either you start there or you end up that way. Yeah. Um, but right, so writing collaboratively with Hot Swap is a treat. Uh, they're a fantastic author. Um, hot swap is? Out, you mean top hat? Uh, what I said? You said hot swap. You said hot swap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Y'all got me after work, and my meds have worn off like Ooh. four hours ago. So the fact that I'm like, I remember to bring my microphone was literally because you guys had posted something about it. Um, but yes, so uh, writing with top hat is fantastic. Uh, she's an amazing author and does just brilliant character work which is the best parts of my story uh, that I write are character interactions so having someone else who's even more focused on that like that's genuinely good at it uh, mm. is a fantastic um, uh, springboard bounce back uh, soundboard it's just a fantastic way of, of um, getting my characters to do interesting or creative or personality driven things uh, because that's all of their characters do. Yes, yeah. That that is the entirety of Last Call. It, it's it's not about because there's there's literal murder that happens in this fic, but mm-hmm. there there is so little attention paid to it. There, the, mm-hmm. it, the action of the murder was not important. It wasn't the point. Yeah. It was the fact it was half of it was like the first paragraph in the in the second to last. Uh, yeah, to last it, it was just the fact that you know like the way these characters are interacting having killed someone and one person driving another person to kill someone. It's it's all mm-hmm. in how they talk to each other and how that... I remember getting to it and being like, wait, did did they just kill a man? Like, did it just kill someone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like... Did they, wait, was that it? Was, was, that, was that a murder? What, what just... Oh my God, that was a murder, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That real? Uh, uh, it was really, it was very yeah. cool to read. It was very interesting to read, but like I said, um, it was a little angsty. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there was a lot of yeah. that. Uh, gender dysphoria really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all are, are lucky me. You're catching me on a they day, so it's not like I hate everything that comes out of my mouth because my voice is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, dysphoria sucks, and uh, especially what um, they went through on their first few minutes, their first day uh, in the Wormverse, which is. Uh, um, not menstrual uncommon. cramps. <laughs> no, what? That's no, no, that's that was, that was the first chapter. That's the first event was uh, a lot. Yeah, um, so uh, that uh, combined the two, and whatever joy I would probably have in uh, a different body right now, 
kind of stolen away mm. uh, by things outside of their control. And so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of angst there. Um, gender dysphoria plus PTSD plus um, everything they know and love being out of reach. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it leads to a lot of uh, a lot of angst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the collaborative thing, right? Just really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an official Discord for Embor, which is not public right now. Uh, right now it's just for, for the uh, guests. But it actually was founded, I, I made it in like 2018, so that I could write a collaborative fic with Pachycephalosaur. Packy. Oh, it's, that's amazing. It's Packy. Now she's now, now Packy? going to show up outside your door, outside your house now. <laughs> the front door. Someone just knocked on the front door. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was, um, nice, knowing you. It was nice knowing you. This is going to um, end up on like... Nexpo, I guess. Yeah. They but, died how they lived in mortal terror. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I just agree with, like, writing collaborative fiction is, is really nice, even if, like, schedules kind of fall through uh, after yeah. a certain point. Because, like, I you mean, know, my Pac- favorite... Packy's Sorry. whole thing is, like, uh, creative character groupings and dynamics, and mm-hmm. we use that to form the wonderful protagonist group of Skitter, Vista, Bonesaw, and Scapegoat. And that was going to be Damn. our 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 main characters My main uh, for an amazing fantasy world, um, but it didn't happen. It fell through. It was fun. Well, it'll it'll happen eventually. Everything will be <laughs> again. Maybe. Uh, but uh, the other person I love to collaborate with is, as I mentioned before, Kidius, who's just, um, in her own words, a wordy bent. Uh, and that, when, that's her uh, personal. That's her to... personal role on Cauldron. That is not us calling her anything. I just want to make that very clear. <laughs> like I said, in her own words. Um, and it's just if we want to talk about character interactions uh, and introspection and uh, really vivid um, depictions of very realistic and just people, uh, Kitty's is amazing at that. And uh, we had. One of my favorite parts about Completely Unoriginal is the, like, 20 or 30,000 words of crossover uh, with Kidius's, um seminal work. Mm. The, um, oh, my God. Mixed, mixed feelings. feelings. Thank yes. you. Mixed I feelings. love those. Yeah. Those. And, and the crossover had – it was better in some ways than most of the actual story <laughs> because it just – it brought such heavy emotions and, like – and just – character growth that was missing from the you know faffing about the worm verse that cu had been up to that point so yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh there were some really great uh series of omakes with mercy i think you named uh <laughs> alternate facts yes fempax fempax it was just a lot of fun uh there was like omakes for an omake of mixed feelings crossing mm-hmm. over with it was crazy we're, in terms of like the, we're hitting levels level of, of meta. we're hitting levels of derivative uh, fiction that we never thought possible before. <laughs> it's, it's it's so meta. Um, yeah. Even this acronym. But, yes, I was about to say that, but yes. Um, what was I saying? Let's recommend. So you're. All right, let's transition into the final segment of this show. You would recommend Kidius's works mixed wait, feelings. I, I have one more thing. Just one more question. Yeah, we got real, so much real, to quick, talk real about. Real quick. Uh, wait. I, 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 this is gonna be real quick. I swear. I was promised hours <laughs> of ranting about uh, about worm fanfiction. That's the and... post show. We need to keep it under an hour so Wormhole can stay on his treadmill. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be really quick. Um, this is something I noticed when I was looking at your snip thread. Actually, the one who was, um, and I noticed how almost everything here is either at SI or an OC. So my final mm-hmm. question to you is: 
um, in a fandom where it's not exactly friendly to original characters, it's not exactly friendly to characters that aren't on the undersiders and Taylor, what is your attraction to original characters? Why do you like writing about OCs and characters that, you know, are completely original and you only just put them into the world of Worm? It's funny you say those words, but completely yeah. original, uh, completely unoriginal. yeah. So the the good thing about um, Worm as a fanfic medium is that it's an incredible sandbox. There's so much depth to it. Every character is unique. Uh, every power, every the different uh, gang dynamics, and there's so much of it uh, that you can just drop anything in Worm and see what cool shit pops out. And mm-hmm. uh, that uh, I feel less comfortable writing canon characters uh, because. Same they exist Same. in my head like they, they they already and i do enough interpreting them in in my fix and i always twist them a little bit for my own means um hotty, uh, hot arms forever um <laughs> so it's it's especially trying to write in their headspace in their characters is much more difficult to me um mm-hmm. but throwing random shit in there and sees what bounces out of that box is amazing mm-hmm. mm. a follow-up question um, this might be a little, I don't know, too topical, but are you ever discouraged by a lack of attention writing OCs, uh, like your writing receives compared to, say, writing something else like an SI or a CYOA? Of course. No, it's it's discouraging. Uh, last Call, I think, is some of the best thing I've ever, best words I've ever written. And it's gotten almost no recognition compared to CU. It, it has like four and, pages of discussion and like 70 something yeah. likes per chapter. Yeah. Yeah, and it's some of the, the best things I've ever written, and it's got nothing. And I remember uh, some of the authors I absolutely adore um, getting hitting that same wall. Uh, Harbin, who's one of the best authors in the fandom, uh-huh. um, had a very difficult time because everything that they wrote that was like in character, everyone just wanted another Alt Taylor, and they. That's were why I'm that. sorry, exists. Right? God, I love Fletchitude yeah. forays. Love that so much. Oh, oh my God! Harbin and food is just—it's porn. As, as, it's food as someone porn. who wants who wants to be a chef one day, it's—I I love it. I it's love food it so porn. much. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the best descriptions. Um, but yeah, the it best is discouraging. Words, but unironically, <laughs> yes, it's it's uh, it is it is discouraging, um, and it's something that I'm guilty of because when I see entirely OC settings, I'm just like. That's going to require a lot of commitment getting into. Yeah. I, I think I think uh, that is something that that we've we've discovered with I think most fandoms is that it's yeah you, there's a lot you have to put in a lot of energy to get fully invested mm-hmm. into original yeah. characters. And once you do, it's worth it. Fault is one of the best stories in the fandom, and it's it's dense. It's hard to get into because it's so many OCs. It's all original, mm-hmm. and it's worth getting into. But you don't always know that it's worth the effort when you first start reading. Yeah, and yeah. I guess that's that's fair, partially. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I I just wrote probably my least, lowest effort fic, which is, you, you were giving it high praise earlier, but, like, it fits all of the generic boxes, you know? Like, it, 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 is, it is a Taylor-centric, Brockton Bay, it's not going to leave Brockton Bay for a while, it's, she's overpowered, yeah. and it's, a low, low, low barrier for entry, and because of that, it has three pages of discussions over three thousand words. Exactly. Meanwhile, Satana, which was basically Worm Two before Ward existed, yeah, at, got four chap- four likes on the final chapter. Jesus, uh, that yeah, that's depressing. 
that's why uh, Huro Satanta, <laughs> they're just like, fuck this entire fandom. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'll, I will say, um, it's the same thing with CU. It's, it's a stupid or overplayed premise done well. And that's that's why I love I, I love that uh, the speedrun video is because it's everything that you wanted uh, with a really stupid premise with excellent execution. Even so, <laughs> alrighty, let's move uh, on to quick shills, quick, I, I guess, quick, quick, self promotion, quick, quick. promotion shills, everything, all of it, quick, quick. Because I don't know how much time we have left. Uh, alrighty, we can always edit stuff down. Alrighty, let's start. Etch, what would you recommend people read right now? Other than your stuff, uh, a good name. I like it a lot. It's short right now, but it's it's great. It's got a, a great new take on canon characters. Like uh, I think Mr. Gladley's in it, and he's fun. Uh, and like, is he also, not, is he also a drunk? Good Gladly, actually, <laughs> no, no he's not drunk. Gladly. I was, I was, gonna, I was gonna be like, is this like Perry's Gladly? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my basis for Gladly nowadays. Uh, and also, obviously, all of the one who wins his stuff. Uh, Thank you. Obviously, it's. Read it. I'm actually writing something new. Ooh, Ooh. interesting. Yeah. Um, But uh, you haven't said my name, but I'm going to recommend authors just because I always always butcher the names of works. Um, uh, Harbin, uh, Pangolin, uh, Kidius. Pangolin, they're uh, never coming back. (laughs) I know. I miss them already. We are never going to get more said to be never ever. (laughs) Oh, God, I love Centipede so much. Uh, It had the best um, uh, merchants. Um and it, it other, has the best alabaster uh, in all of fan fiction top top hat has second yeah, best alabaster uh, but no one no, one's no i mean i actually alabaster. fax calls him out on being uh pasty pete in cu <laughs> uh as a shout out to centipede um nice. also uh another rest in peace author uh lawn sheep you know right yeah. enjoying their their um Harry Potter retirement. Harry Potter retirement, but uh, I still I still love the art I got from them, and I still love tabloid. tabloid. Which, you know, we know talked about the first episode. I know, um, but yeah, so I'm I'm sure I'm missing a lot of really good authors. Of course, uh, y'all, um, and then uh, Kira, uh, Raging Citrus Tree. Uh, let me just go with the people I talk to on Discord. <laughs> like. Every uh, top hat, of course. Oh uh, yes, yeah, top hat. Top of hat. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, just go down your friends list. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I like you, I'm gonna write. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna write cool stuff. Uh, gonna shout you out. Um, yeah, uh, that's 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 the big ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna get mad at myself for not finding more, uh, having prepared a list of names earlier. But uh, yeah, those those are the big ones that I just absolutely adore. Yeah. Alrighty, I think that brings us to a close because I don't have too much to shill because I haven't been reading too much lately. Everyone read Dank's uh beautiful uh by misha 906 on uh space battles I, pretty great i read it for the first time recently uh that's it thanks, thanks. everyone thanks, that is gonna be us thank you for listening uh good evening and if i didn't catch you good morning good afternoon and good night and warner brothers please don't sue me for that line okay <laughs> <laughs>